You're listening to SBS News. The summer of 2019 to 2020 won't be forgotten by anyone in Australia for a long time. In total, just over 24 million hectares were burned, more than 3,000 homes destroyed, and at least 34 people lost their lives. Smoke from the fires blanketed many areas, and at one point in December 2019, the New South Wales Environment Department said the air pollution in Sydney was more than 11 times worse than the prescribed hazardous level. People with heart and lung issues were told to avoid all outdoor physical activity, and everyone in the city was told to limit their time outdoors. Speaking to SBS News at the time, General Practitioner Dr Kim Liu said the impact of prolonged exposure was unknown. The current health stroke is unprecedented. We've never had such a prolonged exposure for 6.8 million people to this amount of smoke. We know the levels of particulate matter, PM2.5, that is safe to breathe. At the moment, it's almost sort of like it's up to 50 to a couple of hundred times over that. And we don't know this prolonged exposure is going to have. At the time, 22 organisations, including the Royal Australasian College of Physicians and the Australasian College of Emergency Medicine, signed a joint statement urging then-Prime Minister Scott Morrison and the New South Wales Premier at the time, Gladys Berejiklian, to take action on climate change to protect people's health. The Climate and Health Alliance described the bushfire smoke as a public health emergency. The Alliance's Dr Kate Charlesworth told SBS, just as doctors spoke up about asbestos and tobacco, they have a responsibility to speak up about the negative health impacts of climate change. Doctors are increasingly seeing climate-related health impacts on our patients and on our communities, including bushfires, bushfire smoke, drought and heatwaves. And so just as we spoke up on asbestos and on tobacco, So we have a responsibility to speak up on climate change. It would be irresponsible of me as a doctor not to talk about the key underlying contributing cause to these horrific conditions, and that is climate change. With warnings of a potentially serious bushfire season ahead, smoke could once again be an issue. In the Northern Hemisphere summer, bushfires in North America, Europe and China have affected millions of people with smoke. Professor Frank Kelly from the School of Public Medicine at Imperial College London says there's now evidence of the potential harms caused by bushfire smoke. There has been increasing evidence of, of the impacts of pollution on, on the brain and brain functions. And one of the uh, one of the pollutants which you you get uh, emerging from from major wildfires is carbon monoxide, uh, and we know that this is a very dangerous pollutant at at increased concentrations, and it it is well demonstrated that it can have impacts on cognitive function. According to the World Health Organization, bushfire smoke is a mixture of hazardous air pollutants such as PM2.5, nitrogen dioxide, ozone, aromatic hydrocarbons or lead, which contaminates the air as well as releasing large quantities of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. Assistant Professor Colleen Reed from the University of Colorado's Geography Department says the tiny particles can have a serious effect. Once those particles are deep in the lung, they can cause systemic inflammation, which can affect all other systems of the body. The lung is right by the heart, so there's, off, there's evidence that air pollution exposure can affect cardiac health. Professor Kelly says there isn't a lot of research on the long-term health damage caused by the fires, but he says environmental scientists can point to existing studies on urban pollution, which have been linked to illnesses such as heart defects and degenerative diseases. 
Assistant Professor Reed says in the most dangerous smoke-exposed areas, protective masks can help. Those N95 masks that we got used to for COVID, those are very good at protecting you from the air around you. The surgical masks are to protect others from what you breathe out, but the N95 or the KN95, those are to protect you from the air around you. So if you're going, if you have to be outside, wear a mask. And Professor Kelly says it's important to try to keep the smoke out of places where you live and work. If it is safe to stay where where, where you live or work, then the the, the main uh, action one can take is to ensure that the the emissions from the fires don't penetrate the building you're in. So that means keeping obviously windows and doors shut, but it may even mean you know trying to seal those windows by by having wet towels, etc. The WHO says the growing frequency and severity of large-scale wildfires are expected to increase with climate change. Professor Kelly says understanding the risks from smoke has never been more important. The issue is increasingly serious. Uh, We're seeing more of these wildfires. Uh, We're seeing the the wildfire season uh, increasing in length, starting earlier, ending later. Uh, The fires are becoming more intense, more infrequent. So this is only going in one direction. And unfortunately for, for health, both of ourselves and, and uh, the rest of, you know, the the uh, living species on this planet. It's it's not a good uh, direction of travel. Alan Lee, SBS News.